Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome to a truncated at your service. Thanks for sticking around tonight. Brad Young here. After the Billikens game, the Lady Billikens, they uh, scored a great, it was a great game. If you didn't listen to it, you missed a great, great game. Uh, so we're, I'm just going to be with you till 10 o'clock tonight. And uh, and then after that, of course, is uh, the best of Dave Glover. So you're certainly going to want to stick around for that. Uh, Matt Pajeski, I'm going to pull you in here. He's grinning like, oh, sheesh, what's he going to ask me? You, you've you been working tonight. I've been working, Brad. We uh, did, did a short sports open line, worked a uh, very, very uh, enthralling uh, women's basketball game. Now I'm here with Brad Young. Now it's the best part of the night at oh. your service with Brad Young. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, checks in the mail, pal. <laughs> checks in the mail. But, no, I wanted to ask you because uh, today is National Clean Your Refrigerator Day. Now, Again, I don't I don't like to prep you ahead of time when I'm going to pile on you because uh, I like to get you legitimate legitimate answers. So you live in a house with how many twenty something males? Two, two, and you. So there's three of you. Yeah. Okay. So three twenty something males living in an apartment or a house. It's an apartment. It's yeah. an apartment. What does your refrigerator look like? The first thing you could guess, you'd be correct. <laughs> there is a lot of beer in that fridge. <laughs> All right, but beer doesn't go bad. That's true. <laughs> All right, so I, I I used to know I used to work with a guy who was in the who who spent his career in the Navy before he went to law school, and he would eat anything out of a refrigerator at the office. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if it was a penicillin factory. It didn't matter if it expired six months ago. He said, "Listen, if the Navy food didn't kill me, this won't." And he would eat anything. So. If if I looked in the Pajeski refrigerator, besides the beer, yeah, would I find food of questionable bacteria count? You would not. Our fridge is broken up into three shelves, one for each roommate. Yep. My shelf is nice and tidy. The food stays fresh. Now I can't speak for the other shelves. So. Okay, that's right, because that that's beyond yeah. your jurisdiction. The I other understand. shelves, uh, that food may be questionable. Um, <laughs> probably wouldn't pass any FDA tests anymore. Um, but no, I, I always I always keep my food fresh. I go grocery shopping probably once a week and uh, keep a lot of a lot of lunch meat in there, eggs, and of course beer. Right. Well, you know, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Knowing you as I do, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, the other shelves 
at the Bajeski household. You, you take your life in your own hands yeah, if you exactly. eat from that shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't touch that other shelf. Okay, yeah, don't, don't touch that. So I, I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, I had to, I got to, uh, to ask you about it. And, uh, and I really don't have a lot of time to dive into some topics tonight. But one of the things I absolutely wanted to get to was the Attorney General's office, Missouri Attorney General uh, Andrew Bailey. He issued he issued his what he calls his final report against Kim Gardner. And I read through all of it. And obviously, Kim Gardner has been really just a a, a, a lightning rod of controversy since she was first elected to the city to the circuit attorney's office here in St. Louis. And she was ousted from office. She voluntarily resigned literally hours before she was scheduled to be deposed after the judge ordered her to submit for a deposition. But the the final report came out and even I was was struck by this. I've covered her career probably as closely if not more closely than any other media person in St. Louis. Why? Was it because I had it out for her? No, it's because I recognized very early on that she had an agenda. And that agenda was not to enforce the laws in the city of St. Louis. That was not her agenda at all. In fact, her agenda was the opposite, to not enforce the law. And I can say that I've got objective data to back that up. For example, during her approximate six-year tenure in the circuit attorney's office, her office dismissed her office dismissed 25,000 cases that were pending. Now, I've got to give a little bit of background on this. In a normal prosecuting attorney or circuit attorney's office, some level of dismissals naturally occur. For example, just let me let me give you an example. If you've got a circuit attorney or one of the assistant circuit attorneys who's going to trial and a police officer who is a central witness is just not available and it's set for trial, then really the, you, you have no choice but to dismiss the case and then refile. Or if you have an essential witness, say, for example, in an assault and battery case, and the person who was injured in that, in that incident is also similarly not available. You have to dismiss. You don't have a witness. You don't have a case. I understand that. But these are 25,000 cases that were simply dismissed. These aren't cases that were dismissed and refiled or dismissed for procedural purposes. These were cases that were dismissed by her office. And in addition to that, there were almost 3,000 cases. Think about that. 3,000 cases. That's 500 cases a year for the tenure of her service were dismissed by judges because her attorneys did not prosecute the cases. And think about if I asked you right now, what's the one case, the one case that Kim Gardner actually prosecuted? You, you know it. You've got that picture in your mind. It's the McCloskeys. Now, the McCloskeys, in my opinion, didn't handle that situation very well. I would have handled it far differently. But they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't kill anyone. They didn't discharge their firearms. They were protecting their property. It may, about, may not have been very smart, but it wasn't illegal. And yet she was they, she was focused on prosecuting them. Why? Because it fit her narrative, which is don't prosecute any crime unless it goes against uh, people that I support, which in this instance was protesters, and so she went after them. But here's the part that shocked me. I don't know if you read the report. 
But her office also paid $351,000 in taxpayer money. That's your money if you live or work in the city of St. Louis. $351,000 paid to an unlicensed attorney who was providing legal advice. Now, I never heard this. That's a lot of money. $351,000 paid to someone who wasn't even licensed to practice law. And there were countless, countless violations of the Crime Victims Act. So this hopefully shuts the case on this. I've got a couple of other points I want to make from this report. Uh, we have to take a break right now. We'll be right back to finish this idea of Kim Gardner. Thumbs up or thumbs down for the city of St. Louis. I think the verdict's out and it's thumbs down. Brad Young, at your service. Don't go away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Use both your KMOX presets when you're in the car. 98.7 FM near the city and 1120 AM further out. Two buttons for KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. To a truncated at your service, Brad Young in with you till 10 o'clock tonight. And I was talking about the Kim Gardner report from Andrew Bailey. And there's a couple of other things that I want to highlight here uh, before I put a pin in this. And that is the following. First of all, the, the report outlines how when she was in office. Now, keep in mind, if you're an office holder, uh, just like when, when there was this issue with Sam Page in St. Louis County uh, a couple of years ago where he was working on the weekends as an anesthesiologist. And you're like, well, listen, we, pal, we elected you to be the St. Louis County executive, but you're, you know, you're working another job on the side. That, that's a problem. We elected you to do a job, not to be a part-time St. Louis County executive. And, uh, and so now he's had to, to break away from that. And yet that's what we had with Kim Gardner. She was, Going to SLU. Now, we just heard SLU tonight. She was going to St. Louis U uh, to get a nursing degree while she was being paid to be the circuit attorney. And those classes were meeting during the day. And uh, so your tax dollars, if you're living, if you live in the city, if you work in the city, your tax dollars were going for a part-time circuit attorney while she was attending classes on the side. Also, it also points out that, that, uh, that the, the state needs to beef up their statutes because, as it stands right now, Kim Gardner can run for office the next time there's an election. That's it. And, uh, and I even got a, a text coming in, an emphatic thumbs down on Kim Gardner. She brought reform, all right, 
What a debacle. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what we had. Uh, but she could run for re-election again. There's nothing under state law right now that would prevent her from running for re-election. And that would be bad for the city of St. Louis. It really would. Uh, the current circuit attorney, his name is Gabe Gore. He's doing a fantastic job. He's increasing prosecutions. He's beefed up the staff. People actually want to work. Attorneys actually want to work in the circuit attorney's office again. That hasn't happened since 2016. And yet they are there to prosecute crime. Uh, so the state legislature needs to take a look at this. And what the proposal is, is to say that any public official who resigns or is removed from office during what's called a quo warranto action, which is the legal term for the action that removed her, was attempting to remove her from power, they would be ineligible to run from run for office. Because as it stands right now, she could be back. Now, I don't think she would get elected. I would hope not. But she won the last two elections she ran with overwhelming majorities. Seven, over 70% voted for Kim Gardner. Now, why, since the beginning of her tenure, why was I so focused on her? Well, first of all, I think Judge Michael Noble said it best right towards the end when she was being sanctioned for her failure to prosecute crimes. This is a judge. The judge called her, and I've loved, I, I've, I've incorporated this phrase into my lexicon, that she was a rudderless ship of chaos. What a great phrase that summed her up. But really, my focus on her from the beginning was for this reason and this reason alone. Not because of race, not because of gender, but because of worldview. She was trained by George Soros at something called the Vera Institute. What is the Vera Institute? It's a training center for attorneys who want to be circuit attorneys, prosecuting attorneys, U.S. attorneys. But it's a training center that, that teaches basically the following that because of systemic racism that has been in this country, and first of all, there's no doubt, obviously racism has played a big part in this country, and I'm not denying that. But for them, the solution to racism is to not prosecute minority criminals. That's the solution. And so if you look at that as a worldview, it becomes easy to understand why 25,000 cases were dismissed, because she saw that as her calling. Not to prosecute crime, but to not prosecute crime. And so she dismissed 25,000 cases. That's why almost 3,000 cases were dismissed by judges for failure to prosecute because prosecuting crime was not a priority for Kim Gardner. So if you talk to any of the city planners, any of the leaders in the city of St. Louis, whether they're black and white, doesn't matter whether they're elected or religious leaders, it doesn't matter. Civic leaders, corporate leaders, doesn't matter. Everyone uniformly and unanimously will tell you that the number one issue in the city of St. Louis is crime, bar none, over any other issue. And so if the issue is crime, we had a circuit attorney whose worldview, whose paradigm was, I'm going to not prosecute crime. And that's why from very early on, I was against her. I spotted that, again, not because of race, not because of gender, but because of worldview. And I was a very vocal critic of hers, uh, both on this station and others and other media throughout St. Louis. 
uh, because I thought she was harming the city that I love, which is the city of St. Louis. And so I'm glad that the book is closed on that. Uh, in, in a couple of minutes that I have here, I also want to mention that one of the cases against Donald Trump trying to allege that he's ineligible to run for office because he's committed insurrection in violation of the 14th Amendment. Uh, I've said right here on these airways many times, all of these cases will fail. Why? Because I like Donald Trump? No, I'm not even a Donald Trump fan. I've never voted for him. However, if you look at these lawsuits, they cannot sustain or they cannot be sustained legally because under the law of the 14th Amendment, the, the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment isn't even enforceable by state law or federal law. So last week, we had a court in uh, Minnesota that dismissed that lawsuit. Uh, yesterday, actually, just last night, it was right before 10 o'clock, a judge in Michigan dismissed a lawsuit. You're going to see a judge in Colorado dismiss a lawsuit. All of these will eventually be dismissed because they cannot be prosecuted legally. The other cases, Trump's got a lot of legal issues. He's paying a lot of legal bills, which in of itself, you know, it's not a bad thing. My, my wife's always in favor when the lawyers get paid. But in this instance, uh, he's got a lot of legal troubles, but these are not among them. Uh, next week, uh, I'll be joining you next Wednesday night on At Your Service. I've got a lot of stuff uh, I'm going to be carrying over to next week, including if Elon Musk gets his own movie, who should play Elon Musk? I'll be delving into those issues and more on At Your Service coming up next week. Now, in the meantime, though, and what would you say? I'm going to go to you. we got a minute here left. Who should, Matt oh, Pajeski, who should pay, play Elon Musk? I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. Rami Malik, Michael Fassbender, Robert Downey Jr., or Nicolas Cage? Hey, Robert Downey Jr. was the first thought that came to mind because I, th I th see his character in Iron Man as kind of similar Although yep. they're very different. I've, well, Elon was even in the second Iron right. Man movie. Yeah, he was. But, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is a rich guy. He spends all his money on cool gadgets and toys, like building an <laughs> Iron Man suit. So I don't know if Elon Musk is a hero, but, you know, I, I can see. I'm not sure curls. he's a hero or not, but uh, next week I'll be opening up the phone lines to see whom you would recommend that we should play Elon Musk. Uh, sorry we didn't have a long show tonight, but it was worth it because we got to hear some great Billigan's basketball. My alma mater, St. Louis U Law School, where I went. Glad they won tonight. Coming up next, the best of Dave Glover on The Voice of St. Louis. Camo X. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.